you gotta make it about it's my birthday. It'll be about you if you get hit or have a baby. Do you, do you listen to yourself? All the time, I have a podcast. Cool, we're recording. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got louder again. Like I said, I wouldn't. <laughs> We, we just can't contain our excitement. It's fun. Yeah, I got hype. We've been talking about this for a while. Um, speaking of this, this is our podcast, Insecure Homegrown. What's up, everybody? This is Bree. And this is Glenn. Shout outs to uh, Molly, uh, giving us the inspiration for Homegrown. Yes, we appreciate it. Otherwise, who knows what we would have called this. Um, insecure janky, insecure low budget. <laughs> Insecure, we ain't got nothing better to do because coronavirus is keeping us in the house. Right. But homegrown uh, sounds a little bit better. Yes. <laughs> so uh, what are we doing here, Glenn? Why are we here? Yeah, so this is a podcast we've been talking about for a while. I mean, I think since we've been watching season one, yep. we've always been like just doing recaps to each other on, over the phone. And so it was just kind of time. We already talked about it. Let's do a podcast. Let's record some of our thoughts. Like, we're such big fans of it already. Mm-hmm. Fans of Issa Rae in general. Love you, um, if you're so, listening. <laughs> right. One day. If you're listening. One day. One day. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, and so, right, we just decided to, let's just record some of our thoughts. Um, see if we can, like, get some, like, listener involvement in there. Get some other thoughts about it, too. Hear other people's summaries and you know, things that we miss. Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of like another way to kind of get involved with the show since we love it so much. Yeah, no, I'm definitely all about that. I completely agree. I feel like the 30 minutes that we have every Sunday on HBO are 30 of the best minutes of my week. So I would love to be able to relive it via podcasts, you know, talk back and forth about it. So what we're going to do is talk about the episode a little, kind of give our best three moments, worst three moments, um kind of go back and forth on that there might be some surprise categories i don't know glenn's gonna throw some stuff at me that should be fun (laughs) and of course uh talking about maybe what we'll see next week and stuff like that like small predictions but we'll try to give y'all again a homegrown taste so you know forgive us for mistakes or stuff like that (laughs) it's the first time okay it's the first episode (laughs) right all right so we could just jump right in like you mentioned we'll try to like be brief this won't be like super like drawn out or anything but starting uh starting off Bree, do you want to start or do you want me to start with i will i will go i made a note on my phone and everything for best moments um so when i was thinking about the stuff that i like the most out of this episode I'm starting with my honorable mention just because I don't really want to get into it, but I have to give a shout out to the music from Jump. Literally, the show began and I was brought into that insecure world of really, really good music. And also, every time we kind of go from scene to scene, the way LA gets panned over, I've actually never been to LA, so I appreciate seeing it. I've been to LAX, but that doesn't count. (laughs) Um, So I appreciate that view. But as far as stuff that stood out to me, Throughout the episode, I really enjoyed Issa's perspective. I think that she was going back and forth with Molly on a couple of different things. And even the way she was returning the the clothing, she couldn't afford to keep. And bringing TSA Bay to be security, all that. I just love the way she was kind of looking at things. Obviously, the biggest thing is Dro, or not Dro. Oh, (laughs) Lawrence. I got the tall niggas mixed up. Um, (laughs) 
Lawrence and Condola, and this could have gone left really fast, but it didn't. And I'm excited because that means anything is possible for the rest of the season. So I love the way Issa kind of had that perspective in the episode. Speaking of TSA Bay, he brought, I think, the most laughs for me in this episode. Um, I'm just imagining how I would be if I had to hype up my partner at some sort of event. They're they're not really together, but you know. Um, right. I would absolutely be doing the brah, like that. That would be me, no doubt. Um, telling the white man the party is nuts. You wouldn't do that if you if you knew what the event was. <laughs> it was an outdoor mixer. That. Why not? <laughs> okay, so you're gonna be more on like TSA Bay Trina level, right? <laughs> Somewhere in between Trina and TSA Bay. That's me. that's true i mean she was like fully using her resources uh to make her dream happen to make it all come true that's um things that she didn't have last season (laughs) no no yeah we we appreciate tsa bandy brought the drinks the weed he brought it also we appreciate (laughs) him (laughs) that is true i i think we talked on the phone earlier about this and i i kind of like asked like what was in that the prescription bottle yeah and i was thinking that it was like some kind of hardcore drugs like he like confiscated at tsa but i think i think you were right from yeah. before just Probably just the marijuana <laughs> <laughs> um that brings um, me to my final favorite right um and again it's actually it's more laughs but it's kelly and it's the, it's really the way that kelly will deliver her comedy and those comedic moments obviously it's a step above tsa bay because kelly has more of a role in the show um from when she poured the the liquor to telling the story about the pen pal in jail <laughs> the, the, the white man that she might sleep with i mean i just i really appreciate her we know that natasha rothwell does writing for the show so she probably um, has some other insight maybe that some of the actors don't but also is great at dropping comedic one-liners that probably weren't even in the script so I just appreciate the way Kelly can bring another level to this show every every episode yeah I agree I wish Kelly was in more scenes actually yes like somehow if Kelly would have been there for the uh, un like the reveal that Issa's ex Lawrence was like the same dude like what if what if Kelly would have been in that scene? <laughs> like It would have gone left fast and they would have had to bring it back. But we appreciate that. We love Kelly for that. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I agree. Definitely. We need more Kelly uh, throughout this season. More Kelly sure. 2020. So those are my top. What about you? Okay. Uh, so I think we actually share like two of the same okay um my first one is actually gonna be the structure of the episode which Mm -hmm. is kind of like probably how the whole season is going to be laid out uh but the structure being like we start off with you know the text on the screen showing four months before the block party and even like the first couple scenes the camera's like panning around what looks to be a block party you know after everyone's gone right so i really like the format that they're kind of like leading us into like the yeah, building it up for sure. Yeah. So, you know, it's just kind of like, it goes back to the season finale. It was a season two finale where they have like, they broken up that finale into parts like, um, oh, 30 minutes with, with so-and-so. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Was and that season so, three? I want to say that was season two. Season three was at the cemetery. It was season three. At the oh, cemetery. you're right. Yeah. Season two was the running 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Good looks. 
Um, and so, yeah, so it was just kind of like they learned from that because that episode just like pulled you through as you tried to figure out what was happening. And then this, like, you know, it's uh, like a, I guess a larger scale. We'll see maybe every episode is kind of like, you know, one month, two weeks, one day mm-hmm, before Black yeah. Party. But yeah, the, just from there, like from the jump. And they included that with uh, probably one of your favorite parts, I'm sure, the show within the show. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Can I forget to talk about looking for Latoya? Right. Do you want to talk about that for a moment? Or? Yeah, we have to. We have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like you know, <laughs> you know more of the people who are featured in that than I do. Yeah, so, so when Terry Vaughn came on the screen, I'm not going to lie, I was like, that's uh that's that girl from the Steve Harvey show, which I only watched like a couple of times. Um, But I know it's a comedy, which means I know she's funny. And I know that (laughs) I'm hearing her talk about Red Lobster and Jitter Bay Biscuits. And I'm like, wait, what? Because Issa has just made this comment. And so you're like hanging on Issa saying she's not fucking with Molly, but you also hear (laughs) something about someone getting lost in a Red Lobster. So I'm I'm like, what do you mean? How did y'all miss, like mislocate her? Um, (laughs) So, so even like the lead up was obviously great. And then when we see it more throughout the episode, we get more cameos. We had Portia from Real Housewives. We had Ray J. Um, I'm sure there'll be plenty more. And I'm just, I'm just so grateful because as I think I told you this before season four premiered, I said, I wonder what the show within a show will be this go around. And I'm already so pleased. (laughs) <laughs> yeah we will, we'll have to find out what happened whether it's murder <laughs> or just like she just left red lobster right. i don't know she, she probably at the um the seafood shack down the street she just wanted some better lobster tail right. <laughs> this um, ain't gonna wear <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah let's see going back to number one so yeah the format which is like the um the sub the subtitles on the screen are just kind of like the text on the screen um, and then you already mentioned in that I wanted to include the music. You had already like brought that up. Basically, it starts off with Tyler the Creator yeah. uh, from his latest album, mm-hmm. um, Igor, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, so many good tracks off that album. I love it. Um, and then at the end, it finishes out with Blood Orange. Um, at the end, yeah, kind of like kind of wrapping up this sobering moment between exactly yeah it fit really well yeah so and there was there was another song i had to look up the second song the one that came after tyler the creator yeah yeah that's mariba and jid okay jid i've always called him jid Um, okay sandstorm and that that song that song is, is great mariba's project i think didn't get looked at as much or listened to as much um pretty sure she has a tiny desk concert though so sometimes that gives people a little more shine but she okay. she'll get hers her time is right. if, it, if her time is not now it's coming <laughs> absolutely all right number two for me you kind of already mentioned it uh, it's isa's rise basically mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. the glow up for isa uh, just like last season she's sleeping on daniel's couch right um Driving Uber, driving Lyft. <laughs> Party Lyft. Right. <laughs> Which led to a lot of like fun scenes, mm-hmm. uh, comedic scenes. But it's it's good to see her this time, like on the other side, like yes. things are moving. Um, she's having her Sunday Sunday Self-care what? Sunday. Self-care Sunday, yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so kind of like, you know, getting her health on, fitness on there. 
So it's good to see her. It's kind of like when, <laughs> it's like, remember Neighbor Bay when, uh, when they're watching, what was it, Girls? I think. Yes. And Neighbor Bay is like, it's good to see white people doing their thing. <laughs> you know, I, I share the sentiment for Issa. Issa it's good to see, good to see Issa. Issa doing her thing. All right. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yes. Um, so yeah, I won't I won't belabor that point too much since you already brought it up and stuff. But yeah, yeah she looks like she's in a good place. She got you know she got TSA Bay. You know whatever they're doing looks like they're enjoying it, just taking a day at a time. Yeah. Uh, she has this whole thing with Condola, the business side of things going on. So uh-huh. that's definitely a little bit glow up. I wonder if she's gonna come back to that. Um, the kids with music. Um, oh, beat crew. Yes, I wonder, is B-Crew going to come back up? I guess you they show up to the block party and do their little thing. Right. Oh, I hope so. That'd be nice. I, That'd be nice. I hope the kids come back, too. The kids come to the block party. Yeah. <laughs> we, want all the, we want the kids from season one who was real bad at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, honestly, um, you're right. I mean, if Issa, this is a really cool project, and it might... Um, set off something new for Issa, but if she's looking for work in the nonprofit space, like she said that she was the season before, then Beat Crew might still be something she's trying to do. So I'd be excited to see what comes out of that. Yep. Um, and then the last one for me was just kind of like everything about the block party. It mm-hmm. was like a great kind of like act three of the episode. You mean the mixer? Actually, sorry, the mixer, thank you. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it was great to see kind of like, pieces come together uh, from the, you know, from earlier in the episode. Um, you know, we had some awkward interaction with Condola and Issa. <laughs> we got Trina. We got Issa's brother showing up. You know, he had carpal tunnel, but, you know, he's still DJing. <laughs> His so. DJ thing. That's who I'm on. Right. So, I mean, I feel like it just, it brought everyone together to kind of catch up um you know tiffany is still out there being a little bit annoying oh my gosh yeah that's a that's a a segue almost into my negatives go ahead (laughs) um so yeah i I think everything just kind of wrapped up nicely there in the block party agreed yeah the episode was definitely put together well you know taking us from scene to scene giving us a good story that we kind of cling to we're ready for the next episode um but yes, like you said, Tiffany is absolutely a part of my worst for the episode. She is aloof to a point that is unacceptable. Specifically, in the scene with her, Condola, Issa in the office, when Issa and Condola are planning, and Tiffany doesn't somehow doesn't connect with the fact that Issa knows nothing <laughs> about Lawrence and she tries to backtrack right she's like are these the flowers from that one guy you were on that one date with I thought meant nothing at all um but it's too late it's too late Tiffany and I think that she's not catching it um when you fast forward to the mixer in the middle of Issa's speech she's says to Molly I hope she's not mad at me or do you think she's still mad at me and it's just I'm over it I'm over it um I get it. Tiffany is not a main character, but she's one of the four friends. And so I think if she could just bring a little bit more, that'd be great. Um, But maybe they're trying to build it up in a certain way because she's pregnant and maybe soon we won't see her in episodes because she's quote unquote on maternity leave or something. I don't know. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, it's a, it's a, it's an annoyance, but it's not that big of a deal for the whole show. So I wanted to include it for the sake of the episode, but it's low on my list. Okay. And 
we're just gonna pause it for a bit. <laughs> this I can easily like clip this part out basically. Okay, great. So, and we can alternate these these next ones. Actually, maybe we'll kind of rearrange the format. Yeah. Since this is our first time, uh, thank you, listeners, for sticking in with us. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all hang around. Just wait. We gonna level up. We gonna go from <laughs> the narration of episode one, season one, to this beautiful production of season four episode one Y'all just right. <laughs> right now we're just sleeping on daniel's couch right now basically <laughs> we about it's to be property weird. managers hold up right or maybe we can be molly's level possibly yeah oh we about to be lawyered up okay speaking of molly so that was my number one mm. molly's reactions her like lack of communication um just like it was a big it was like a lot, such a down putting thing for me um i was very disappointed from dealing with Andrew, mm-hmm. uh, when Andrew says that he's dating other people, you know, so you see her face kind of like sour up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she doesn't really communicate very well from there. Um, to the end, when she's talking to Issa, you know, she kind of gives like a few lines about, you know, you know, your life doesn't have to be this messy, right? Uh-huh. And it just kind of like leaves it at that a little bit. Like, yeah. I just want some more communication. I think she, I think she's matured from like last season okay. and from previous seasons where, I don't know, actually I take that back. I, you know, I think about, um, I think about Hertz, Hertz Bay. Oh my um, gosh, um, Jared. Yes, Jared. <laughs> I think about Jared where, you know, she had a hard time communicating her feelings and was kind of stuck on some past things of his. Yeah. And I mean, now she's kind of still doing the same thing, not communicating very well with her love yeah. interest or with Isa. And I get it. It's hard. You know, mm-hmm. it's not an easy thing to do, especially if she truly likes Andrew. Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I feel completely the same. Molly's absolutely on my bottom three as well and is the main thing from that list I just feel like girl you're not only kind of being a pot calling a kettle black I think you're you're also being really selfish about it I just feel like she came into the the mixer and immediately wanted to tell Issa about Andrew seeing other people when Issa is in the middle of trying to get more donors more sponsors for this event she is when she was in the car even with Andrew I mean how long have they been dating or talking? Has there been a time to say, hey, we're not exclusive, right? Like, has any of that actually, is it time for that stuff to come up? Or has this been going on for a small amount of time? We don't know. It's not, it's not talked about. I think that's the one thing with Insecure. We're never sure of time unless someone says something. <laughs> right. um, it, that makes me think of, like, the bowling. They're, yeah. they're, they're bowling, yeah. and then when they do this whole bet on, you know, Andrew's going to see if he can, like, strike out with it or mm-hmm. whatnot, mm-hmm. and if he gets it, then he gets a kiss. Like, yeah. is this a first date? I'm a little bit right. confused. Why are you, like, a kiss is sweet and, you know, sweet. it's sweet and nice. Sure. But, I mean, have you not had a kiss from her before? I don't know. (laughs) Couldn't have been the first. I just, you know, that's hard to fathom. But now I'm trying to think back. When Andrew was in the last season, did we ever see them kiss in that season? All I can think of is the dinner and the phone calls. I don't know if he got a kiss. I'm not sure. Right. Maybe. And so I guess it kind of ties into, like, yeah, is the timing, are we catching up, like, pretty quickly after this you know end of last season yeah exactly nathan is even mentioned so it's True. possible that 
he gets another episode to pop up. I'm not sure, but I am sure that Molly needs to check herself in every single way. Where is her therapist? <laughs> right. Where, where is she? <laughs> <laughs> this will happen when you start going, stop going to therapy. Yeah, keep going to therapy, y'all. I do want to listen back to that conversation with Tiffany then to see when Tiffany says, you know, is this flowers from that one dude he went on that one date with? Uh-huh. I don't think she mentioned time. No, she didn't. We do know that Condola and Lawrence have been talking for one month. They've been dating for one month because Condola says that to Issa at their first meeting when oh, Issa's like, okay. bar on wet, mic on check. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, she said? says one month. Okay, gotcha. So anyway, oh. we, know, we agree about Molly, so you can keep on going. <laughs> All right. Um, my number two was going to be <sighs> Condola's reaction once she confronts Lawrence about it. Mm. Yeah, I felt like it was a little bit overblown given you just found out that I, you know, you're right to be distraught and annoyed to come to find out your business partner who you're temp- like temporarily working with right now has been, is an ex of, you know, of your man. Mm-hmm. But I feel like her reaction was like very, very overblown to figure out like without knowing how long Lawrence and Issa like had been dating for mm-hmm. um because she finds out from Lawrence right then that it was like a very long-term relationship yeah so I don't know I feel like the way the show brought that reaction from Condola was a little bit overblown um when she didn't have that many details about it mm, that's fair that's fair I think she got wrapped up in it very quick and we have seen her technically now two episodes um I guess three because of the baby shower. But um, it's interesting because I think that might come back, right? Like we might see again later on Condola's fears or something or her worries. Because remember, title is insecure. Everybody's insecure about something. And we see that in all these different ways. So that maybe Condola came at it that way because it's building up for an episode in the future. That's a good point. And I guess in the same vein, we could talk about, I know we, when we talked very briefly about this, we mentioned Molly's reaction to the idea that, you know, Issa shouldn't be working with Condola at all. Mm-hmm. You know, what are your thoughts on, you know, Issa, Condola, um, in terms of working together at this point? No, they absolutely should work together if there's not a clear reason for them to speak to separate their their work and their play basically um so far it's been like oh you know he sent me flowers oh my gosh something really cute they just can nip all that stuff in the butt they can take that piece of the conversation and put it aside and just talk about the business just talk about the work talk about these vendors everything that needs to get done to make the block party happen can be the sole topic of their discussions. Um, Otherwise, what will Issa do? And clearly Condola has enjoyed working with her and sharing her resources because she's yet to decide to pull them. Right. right? So, no, I think it needs needs to continue and honestly think about it like for the sake of Inglewood. Like think about why this is happening. Go from beyond yourself, get the bigger picture of doing it for the community. And then if y'all don't want to talk after that, cool. But at least, at least, you know, start, finish what you start. Yeah, no. I yep, I absolutely agree. Finish what you started. Like if, if y'all had just started working together like yesterday, y'all had mm-hmm. like one meeting introduction and then you found out, you know, mm-hmm. the the partner you're working with, you know, is a significant ex of your current like 
personal yeah. partner, yeah. then yeah, you can call it off then. But you know, you got your sponsors and stuff. You got big names that you mm-hmm. already invested. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I would say you guys are both professionals. Keep it professional. Yeah. Like you said, um, yeah, you guys can part ways once, you know, professional relationship is over. Exactly. And okay. And my last, is it, is it my point or your point? I think it's back on me. Yeah. It is. It's back on me. And mine is actually pretty small. <laughs> this is a personal uh, qualm that I have, just like a pet peeve, if you will. When people type with an ellipses and they don't close that with, with more words or, or something else, yeah. I really, I really, really, really don't like it. <laughs> now, you see it mainly in the older adult population. Like, your mom might text you and say something. It, it, it does not deserve three dot dot, three dots. It just needs one. But for whatever reason, there's three. That is how Molly said to Andrew, hey, I thought we were just kicking it, but I realized I really like you. Literally, she says, I really like you, dot, dot, dot. It, it, it makes me like, I really like you. Is she, is she going to say but? Is she going to say and? Why didn't she put a period? Or no punctuation whatsoever. That is what my, my bottom third is. <laughs> and obviously, it's not important at all. But I just, <laughs> I hate that. I know Andrew responded immediately, but I hate it. Right. And I mean, we know, obviously, Molly is super educated, she professional, she like, she, 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 yeah, she, she knows what she's typing, like, very specific to a T. Um, and so, right, what was the purpose of putting the dot, 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 you know? Hey, girl, we're not in suspense here. We, <laughs> this is the one moment of you showing a little bit of growth. We know you still have work to do. It's too late, Molly. Right. You but yeah, it, I do feel like, yeah, that was the one. I was very happy to see the episode didn't end without her texting. I'm happy she at least sent a quick message off to express herself. Absolutely. Then, you know, it might have been kind of late, but, you know, better late than never. (laughs) Than never. Agreed. Agreed. So, yeah, no, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. But, (laughs) I mean, it's kind of like our everyday, like, text messaging habits are just like, everyone has their own thing that they like to do. That's true. Leaving I can't those. get too mad. Everyone had you're right. Everyone has their own way of typing. It's just not my way. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Right. We'll see. We'll we'll keep a we'll keep an eye yeah, on. I'm keeping tabs on on Molly's uh, semantics and syntax from now on. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so my last point, um, one of my my last negative point was going to be uh, Tiffany's reveal of the information when Tiffany yes. walks in the room and asks who the flowers are from uh-huh. and like her reveal of the information of mm-hmm. like the connecting man between them, the mutual man. Yes. Um, just kind of very like, just like immature and lazy to just like drop that piece of knowledge right there and then just kind of like let it be. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think we know Tiffany already. We've already brought. We already mentioned Tiffany. Right. Not, not the most mature, emotional. You know, emotionally. Yeah. Um, out here. I will ask this: if if the silence had kind of lingered and Tiffany decided not to say what she said, what do you think should have happened? Um. So, the silence. I liked. I've like. Tiffany said the right information, but just said it in like the wrong way. Mm. 
Okay. Um, kind of the wrong time. So, I mean, the content seemed okay, but the delivery was like the main issue with me. Yeah. Um, is that the silence you're addressing or what? Which silence? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, the camera one. on Issa, she was just like shocked and didn't know if she should say what's what. Obviously, Condola doesn't know what's what. Um, and then you had Tiffany just blurting it out. So when I think back on that scene, I'm like, let's say Tiffany didn't do anything. What would have happened? I think maybe Issa wouldn't have been honest. I'm not sure. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, no, that would have been interesting. I mean, I think if, say, if the, the writers decided, say, Issa, like, wrote in there not to have Tiffany in there, but mm-hmm. to have, like, finally Condola drops enough clues uh, to where Issa realizes it. If this was, like, I, if this scene happened without Tiffany, I feel like the episode would have went... Issa realized who Condola was dating, yeah. but Issa probably wouldn't say anything midway in the episode. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like, say Condola brings Lawrence to the mixer. To the mixer. Yeah. And then I feel like Issa would have to like come clean and pull Condola's side. Yes, in the um, middle of trying to nab sponsors. Right, because I think... Lot. Right. I think Issa has definitely matured emotionally, um, you know, in, in all aspects. But I don't know if Issa's matured to the point if she would have, like, been forthcoming with that information right then if, yep. if Tiffany wasn't there. Yep. Yeah, you're right. For the sake of the rest of the episode, I think it played out perfectly. It's like a, it's like Game of Thrones final season when Arya kills the Night King pretty early. Right. Yeah. We have other things to, to deal with here. <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, like, yeah, it's so you know, true. So <laughs> I, I think it's like that. It's like we have to be able to move on in the season with this massive elephant in the room being discussed. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So are you ready for there's two surprise categories? <laughs> Hit me with them. Okay, so the first surprise category, and maybe this will be a weekly thing. Maybe we change it up. We'll, we'll see. Uh, but first question for you. Do you have a favorite line from this episode? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when Cheryl, the drink provider, is talking to Issa and Condola, and they can't seem, Issa and Condola cannot seem to <laughs> stop talking over one another. <laughs> At the beginning, when they're both complimenting each other, and Issa says how Condola's like uh, smart or beautiful, whatever yeah. she says. Um, <laughs> first, she says she's got this and this and ass, and then even quieter, she's like, "Mama got ass too." <laughs> right. Oh like, my Issa, God. that's so weird. <laughs> 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 Would I gas someone up like that? Absolutely. But when you're trying to get your sponsor landed, it's not right. the time to do it. <laughs> like, you have to watch your mouth. Like you, Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was just signature Issa, you know, saying something really um, awkward and funny under her breath. But you yeah. can still hear it enough to make <laughs> the audience that laughs. My favorite line by far. Right. I mean, that makes me think of things that Issa says that kind of just like prolong a conversation yes back when i think it was last season um when they had the job interview and mm-hmm. they were it was her and oh my goodness oh what was her name frida her and frida yes. were interviewing the candidate and so frida like ask something you know mm-hmm. how long how many years have you been here and kind of Issa just goes off on like all, all good things come in fives. Yeah, five. 
five dollar foot long. Foot long, I think. Five hands, five fingers on the yeah, hand or something. She did. She named random fives. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, I just I love those kind of little things that like linger on that she says under her breath. And I actually I don't think I don't think I started watching shows with captions turned on until you mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I hate to do it in general because I really want to be connected to everything that's happening on the screen. And with captions, my eyes get drawn to the words. Yeah. Um, but what I might, what I tend to do, if I miss stuff that was said the first go round, when I rewatch, I turn them on. But okay. never, never out the gate. So like Sunday night, new episode, I'm going to watch without captions. Okay. And then if I miss something, whenever I rewatch, because I always do, um, we'll probably put them on. Okay, nice. Just to make sure. But the thing is, you can't always trust the captions. Um, oh. Wait, what? You can't? No, because when Issa was talking to Condola with their, for their first meeting, and she went through the list, when, when Condola said AV, um, Issa said mic check. But when she said chairs, um, Issa said seats on... Damn, now I can't remember it. Whatever Issa said about the chairs okay. was not what the caption said. Oh. But you could hear Issa clear enough to know that she said, I think she said chairs on deck. Deck. We'll go with chairs on deck. And I think the caption said cheers, like a cheerleader. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, that doesn't make any sense. So <laughs> anyway, I, I noticed that there were some mistakes. Um, so hopefully if you do turn the caption on, it gives you what you need um and and it's not wrong but you know that's what we're both here for we can talk with one another and learn what was said right and let's see my favorite line yeah uh i mean i think they use this on some of like the the previews and stuff like that for the season mm -hmm. but it was just kind of like uh when they're in the meeting and tiffany does the reveal of like lawrence the connecting person mm -hmm. um is just kind of like you know like <laughs> where your ex is like <laughs> Let me run up on them like you run up on mine. Yeah. And she just like says it so fast. Um, it's just like hilarious. Just like yes. how ironic it is and just like how like how like she says in this joking way, but you know, it's kind of serious. Like, yeah, she means I will. <laughs> I will run up on your exes. Like if you tell me. Where are they? <laughs> and you know also. That Issa means it because her laughter after is that excessive laughter uh, she does. <laughs> right. Like, I would, okay, I think about how far would Issa go in the season to get back in Condola. Say if things go really far south yeah, with Condola. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know, we know Issa can go in a very, like, you know, insecure mode. Yes. To where she's, like, going to Nathan's place, going to his room, mm -hmm. going through his trash. <laughs> like, we know there's these embarrassing places that Issa Absolutely. will go to. So is there a universe uh, or is there an episode somehow where Issa finds condolences, condolences, condolences ex-husband? <laughs> is there like a universe where Issa goes oh, that no. far to find her like ex-husband? Because she was married before, she right? Was. We know that she was divorced. That is absolutely the alternate universe insecure that we're all <laughs> right, We'll for. see. We'll see. <laughs> if, if we're right, then, you know, I don't know. Issa... Issa Ray has to come on our show. And she like, does. She has to be a guest. <laughs> if we're right. That's a beautiful um, prediction. Okay. You ready for question two? Surprise question category two. Let's go. Okay. So you got one cast member to mm -hmm. bring back, say, at the block party. What cast member that, you know, 
regular or just like a, a you know a temporary cast member that you yeah. saw one time before okay would you have wanted to see at at the um mixer at Sorry the mixer who do i want to see there mixer, um yeah. that's a really great great question honestly i cannot stand him <laughs> but he brings a level of comedy similar to kelly's okay. and it's it's messy and you don't know what's going to come of it and you just kind of laugh and keep it moving chad Oh, really? Yeah, which is crazy because I do not like Chad. I, <laughs> he gets on my last nerve. He talks too fast. And <laughs> Lawrence does not get any good advice from him. So, oh, man. what's that he doing? But the, yeah. the, imagine him being there while Issa's trying to clean up the porta potty issue. Um, my neck, my back playing in the background. <laughs> no more alcohol because Kelly's pouring too much. And then you want to throw in Chad too? That would have been wild. wild. Oh, I agree. Yeah, just like sipping out of like laundry juice, like with a straw, like out the yeah, jar. And yeah, stuff. like he did at 7-Eleven. Sipping very loud. So annoying. <laughs> oh, I, I want to say, I wonder like how awesome it would be to see like Frida show up. Oh my gosh, yes. To help support. <laughs> just That'd like help. Cool. Issa through those awkward moments. Right. Stuff. She would have been helpful and then also thrown in her own little awkward moments. Right. She would have fixed the porta potties. <laughs> um, I, I don't know what else she would have fixed, but <laughs> she would have helped ar- yeah, articulate some of the ideas, maybe. Yeah, I, I think so too. And, and Frida's probably pretty well connected in the nonprofit space. I remember an episode where she talks about Jeffrey Canada from the Harlem Children's Zone, uh, which is like a really well known nonprofit. And Issa was like, who? Like, Issa didn't even know. Um, yeah. But you can tell it's Frida's passion, and I think that she should. She should show up in a future episode, maybe on the Block Party episode, um, just to help out. I think that would be really cool. But it seems like Frida and Issa probably don't talk anymore. Um, In the baby shower episode last season, when Lawrence told Issa that he ran into her, um, Issa's like, well, it's good that you didn't say anything because I quit, or something like that. Mm, Okay. They might not talk anymore, but I agree. Imagine East just throwing in Frida and Chad. <laughs> right. I feel like it's like having like an angel on one shoulder and like <laughs> the devil on like the other. Yeah. It would have been like a balancing act. I'm here for it. <laughs> all right. I think let's see. I think we've reached all of our points um and said everything we wanted to. I think um yeah. Okay. I do have a question for this. you. Okay. Uh, final question is were there any moments that stood out to you, just something to be mindful of or that you thought about a little bit that weren't a part of your top or bottom three? Hmm. Let's see. Moments for this. I mean, I think about, I think about TSA Bay. It's kind of like the first thing that comes to my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact of like TSA Bay, it looks like Issa and TSA Bay got a thing going on. I don't know okay. how far along they are, you know, but they're having fun in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a job, <laughs> a stable job. Um, he even gives her gifts. Maybe not. <laughs> I mean, you know, not like the most wholesome of gifts. Yeah, just some, in this some real <laughs> homegrown. It's a homegrown gift. Right. But <laughs> I, I like it, the portrayal of it that, you know, this guy doesn't have to be like, you know, the leading man, super handsome or anything. Doesn't yeah. have to be like tall, light skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like that she can portray like having a good time with him. Like, who knows? I think I think he's gonna be a, 
repeating thing in this season, I think. Let's hope. Uh, I like him. I saw a tweet that said, uh, none of the men in Issa's life have supported her more than TSA Bay. (laughs) Which, yeah, it's true. It's true. I'm trying to think, you know, who else has given Issa gifts like that? Lawrence Uh, gave her, what, raisinettes for her birthday? (laughs) Right. (laughs) And on her actual birthday, season one, he gave her nothing? (laughs) Right. Like, I think Daniel gave her the gift of, like, inspiration, kind of, like, trying to follow her dreams. Sure. Um, So maybe there's that, you know, that's a different type of gift, which is a really good gift. Um, Right, right, right. But I mean, right now it looks like, you know, Issa needs that, the marijuana for her self-care Sundays <laughs> and for other things. Yeah, so, you know, they're setting her up well. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's probably the thing that I thought about. Okay, absolutely. Yeah, we love him. We want him back. Um, I will say this. When Cheryl was talking about how she saw some people from the um, graveyard movie thing that were also at this mixer and how you find somebody, you keep them around, Black events have the same people she started getting into how everybody is just like sharing everyone once they find a good thing but the camera goes on to condola and Issa. and i always thought i feel like what cheryl is saying is metaphorical for lawrence being oh. the good thing getting shared even though he's not shared right like they right. broke up Issa and lawrence um right. but the same man is dating this good woman and now kind of she, she did but dating Issa and now dating Condola and it's like they both found this good thing so I'm not sure I'm not sure if they were film wise the way they filmed it trying uh, trying to get us to think about that that's yeah. what I thought of and right. I think if so. everything doesn't stay like uh PG and like all good throughout the season I'll probably think back to that moment true yeah absolutely uh, I mean Speaking of sharing, like, are we going to get Joe to come back this season? Oh, that would be a sharing? mess. <laughs> right. But, you know, it's a good kind of mess to, you know, keep us interested. But you're right. You know, we don't need, we don't need all that. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Joe and Candace having a baby. So maybe they'll come back for like a baby play date with right. <laughs> uh-oh. I mean, Tiffany's baby. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's difficult. You know, it's like... I mean, the show is like true to life where you have four friends mm-hmm. and just because one person ends it with their like significant other, sometimes it's hard to completely disconnect from, you know, the other friends yeah. with that, you know, with that significant other and their friends and the connections. Just like we hear, we hear um, Nathan's name uh, mm-hmm. being brought up mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I think it's hard when you have like, a close group of friends and stuff. It's true to life in the show. Yeah. Where things, things get messy. Absolutely. And that's why we love it. <laughs> that's why it's homegrown. Right. Not so much escapism as it is real life. It's not a caucus. We're <laughs> in, in between escapism and a true caucus. <laughs> With brand awareness and fun. Right. Oh my goodness. All right. So I think that concludes everything. I am okay. Glenn. And I'm Bree. All right, follow us next week. Uh, mm-hmm. Subscribe to this channel. Um, we'll be putting up more content regularly with the episodes coming out. Yeah. And yeah, we'll go from there. Thanks for joining us for Insecure Homegrown. Thanks for listening. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>